Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for attending. And now, without further ado, to answer your questions, we welcome Commissioner Carl Benson. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for attending today's press conference. Uh, at a time when there are so many uncertainties facing intercollegiate athletics, I thought that this would be a good opportunity to address some of those issues. Uh, who's got the first question? I got a question. Uh, Trent Krim from the Independent. <laughs> really? Trent Krim from the Independent? Are you kidding me? What's your question? Well, well what makes you qualified to be a commissioner? And alive. That's the best that you can have at a time when, when we've got all these issues facing us, and that's the best question you have? That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. And really... Who let this guy in? Competitors are always going to be competitors. And in the heat of the moment, sometimes bad things can happen. What we saw happen recently between coaches after the Michigan-Wisconsin basketball game may be rare, but it's not unprecedented. And it could easily happen again and again. Who's responsible to make sure it doesn't happen? This week on Knutson and the Commission, Carl and I are joined by former NCAA football referee Steve Juszczyk. And we look for solutions for a problem that could get worse in the future. What's the role of the game officials? Should post-game handshakes be eliminated? And what's the best way to portray good sportsmanship? We offer up some insights on this week's episode, and it's coming up next, right here on Knutson and the Commish. Stay with us. For the best selection of autographs and memorabilia from your favorite sports stars past and present, look no further than denverautographs.com. Find what you're after on the web or at either of their two Metro Denver locations, Colorado Mills Mall and Flatirons Mall. Broncos, Rockies, Avs, Nuggets, and much more. It's all at DenverAutographs.com. Learning life skills through baseball, USA Prime is more than just travel baseball. We mentor young athletes in areas like teamwork and skill development. It's about more than winning weekend tournaments. It's about showing young players how to achieve their goals in baseball and beyond. Contact Scott Horman at USAPrimeColorado at gmail.com for more information. Carl, we always talk about there's nothing, uh, no shortage of things to talk about on this program, Knudsen and the Commission. Unfortunately, some of them aren't very pretty, and we had an ugly incident happen this week in college basketball where the post-game handshake line, Michigan and Wisconsin, things got kind of heated out of control. Juwan Howard, Michigan's coach, actually took a swipe at one of the assistant coaches for Wisconsin, was suspended. Quite honestly, I'm surprised this kind of thing doesn't happen more often. It's, it's brought out calls to end the handshake line, and I certainly get that. But right in the heat of the moment, and, you, and we've seen it in football where there's a, the, the post-game handshake between coaches at midfield is a little terse. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised we don't see this more often with the, the heat of the moment kind of thing. They require a, a, a five or 15 minute cooling off period before the media can talk to players, but they don't require any, t- any cooling off players before the opposing coaches who might not be in the best of frame of mind at that moment can talk to each other. Are you surprised this kind of thing doesn't happen more often? Well, I don't know uh, how often it's, it's captured on, you know, ESPN sports center. Right. Uh, there may be, you know, some, some uh, voices raised and some, finger pointing going on in, in some of those handshake lines that we never see sure. uh, because they, they haven't escalated into a, you know, into a full fledged skirmish or whatever yep. you want to call it. Um, you know, the, the notion of, of the handshake in college basketball, it hasn't always been there. Uh, it's not a rule. The officials aren't supposed to enforce it. Game management is not supposed to enforce it. Um, you know, I know that there have been times in my career when, we knew that that there may be some, you know, some uh, pregame issues between teams, mm. and and uh, you know, I think that they've agreed that they're not going to do it, and, and they just walk off their separate ways. Uh, but uh, you know, I think that that again, it's it's not it's not an NCA rule, it's not a conference, and it could be a conference rule. There's there's it's a possibility it could be a conference rule, but it's not in the rule book, 
uh, you know, Stephen, your you know time and all your officials, you know, you guys aren't responsible for you know yeah, once that whistle is. once that whistle blows, you know, you guys are off the course. Yeah, Steve Usechek. Um, Steve yeah. Usechek joins us. Steve, let me introduce you. A longtime uh, NCAA football referee, uh, well known to, and and hated by many fan bases, which just means you did your job right. If, if I, and you know, I've talked about this before, Steve. If if everybody loves you, you're probably not doing your job right. But um, you've you've been in the middle of some of this stuff. But again, like Carl said, when the game's over, you're gone. You're off. You're in the locker room. You don't you don't deal with any of this stuff. But in your opinion, is this handshake line kind of thing a good idea? Well, I, I agree with you, Mark. Uh, you know, this doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, I go back, you know, basketball and football, NCAA years ago, and everything, and. Uh, you never had this uh, after-game handshake and everything. And uh, and not only that, uh, the officials' uh, responsibility in, in, in uh, the years that I worked, both football and basketball, uh, you know, changed over the years. Uh, uh, you know, years ago, uh, you just went out and threw the ball up and the game started. Now uh, you're out here. Uh, football, I know more so now because I'm still involved with it a little bit. Uh, you, you got uh, officials out there an hour before the game, mm-hmm. all the officials. When I was on the field, uh, we had, uh, uh, we'd send out two guys a half hour before or, or whatever. I don't know the, remember the time frame and everything. Now, uh, uh, all, all eight officials in uh, football have to be on the field, their responsibility, which mm. I think, uh, wow. just my feeling, is ridiculous. To have them all out there, uh, where, where's where's the responsibility? Where's the responsibility of the coaches and administration and everything? Uh, where's their responsible? Why has it been forced on officials? And, and this incident at uh, 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 the basketball incident, everything, like I said, uh, doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, uh, the handshake, uh, you know, uh, uh, Carl, you mentioned, you know. It, you know, there's not a rule or whatever it might be. I have no idea. But uh, I know it's sportsmanship. Uh, but uh, with all the pressure uh, yeah. on the coaches now and, and the players and even more on the players now with this transfer rules and all this other bullshit that's going on, pay and uh, the, the, the pressures and everything uh, is, is just astounding. Uh, and you know, I, uh, uh, the, the handshake and everything, you know, I think it, in, in that in situation right there that, uh, I blame both coaches. Uh, I think, uh, the, uh, punch was on called for and, and, and so was the, uh, the timeout called. Why put them in that situation in the first place? The NBA, the coaches just wave at each other and the guys go their, their separate ways and, and there's no complaints from fans or anybody else about sportsmanship. Carl, doesn't that make more sense? Well, it, it would. Uh, and again, I think that the, you know, the, the NCAA has promoted sportsmanship True. as a, you know, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, every sport, there's an emphasis on sportsmanship. True. And And again, not knowing the exact time when this, post-game handshake evolved uh, on the college basketball scene. It, it may have even started within an NCAA tournament and it drifted back into regular season and, and conference play that, that the NCAA 
you know, was requiring this. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you remember, the NCAA has protocol on, on the basketball courts where the, before the game starts, the coaches are instructed or required to meet at half court and shake yeah. hands before the game, you know, right after the two teams have been entered too. So it's this demonstration that, yeah. you know, that a handshake is, is exhibiting good sportsmanship. And yet last week when we saw that the handshake line, the, the confrontation between the two coaches resulted in a unsporting yep. act yep. that cost one coach five games and $40,000, yep. the other coach some money, a couple of players got suspended uh, at a time when when wins are pretty pretty critical, pretty critical coming down the road for both teams, and they're both going to be undermanned to some extent. So yep. um, I can see I can see Mark where you know the NABC, the National Association of Basketball Coaches, which I believe this is a NABC either requirement or strongly recommended. Uh, I could see that this uh, this would come up again and. Well, and perhaps be uh, be an issue. Yeah, other sports don't do this kind of thing. For instance, hockey. I, you, you watch professional hockey, and they have the handshake line at the end of the series. Everything's over, everything's settled, everything's done, and they have a handshake line. You still wonder, because those guys are going at each other pretty hard on the ice, if somebody's going to take a swipe at somebody, you know, and a slap shot-ish. But baseball, we don't do that. Baseball, you just tip your cap and, and walk away. Um I'm not sure why basketball wants to do this. I, I can understand the pregame thing, Steve, and, and you guys are out there, like you said, probably unnecessarily so in a lot of cases, but you guys are out there to monitor things. And there's no – guys are into their game plan. And they're heated. They're not heated up yet. They're just kind of processing stuff, and you can get a good photo op in the hand and the, the whole PR thing. But when the game's over, uh, you know, especially – Steve, you've worked games where, where a football game got way out of hand and one team thought the other team was running up the score, and they, maybe they were – and coaches aren't happy. Do you wonder as you're walking off the field, if when those two guys meet at, at midfield, there might be more than just a handshake exchange? Well, sure. Uh, definitely. Uh, with it, uh, the, the heat of the game, uh, yep. you know, uh, like you said, you know, running up the score yep. and everything. Which is uh, what Juwan Howard was complaining I just, about. I, yeah. Yeah. I just don't, just don't understand the, uh, why, you know, the, I, the, like Carl mentioned, before the game is, is a good time, you know. Yeah. After the game, uh, you know, pack up and get the hell out of there. Yeah. Uh, Here's a, and I don't know what they're going to do. I hope to hell they don't put another responsibility as officials, you know, to stay and make sure after the yeah. handshake everything's fine and then let them leave the court. Yeah, I, I, I hope so too on that one, Steve. But yep. here's, here's one that uh, – uh, I was in a group talk with some some sports fans, and and this Michigan Wisconsin game came up, and and this one guy said, you know, how come basketball doesn't have a kneel down opportunity? Uh, you know, football, yeah. the game, football has, you know, yeah. the last thirty seconds, the game is over. Quarterback takes two or three snake or two or three, you know, kneel downs. There's no contact. There's no, uh, you know, that that, you know, is is intended to not only save from perhaps injury, but, but any type of, you know, of uh, late hit or something that, uh, you know, this, this idea on the basketball court that that last 30 seconds and you're down by 20 and one coach thinks that, you know, that he wants to use those 20 seconds for, you know, teaching, teaching purposes, which is, the, is what happened in the Michigan Wisconsin yep. game yep. that, 
you know, the, the reason the Wisconsin coach got, got ticked off is because, you know, Michigan is, is putting a press on him. And he says, well, if they're going to do that, I'm going to call a timeout, set my team up, let, let my second stringers, you know, work on how to get the ball in bounds, you know, in a critical situation. And the game's over. I mean, it's, it's absolutely over. Yep. And again, if we go back and, and what would have rectified, uh, you know, that, that fight, that, that, you know, skirmish after the game is if, and, and some coaches will, some coaches will take their team and take them back beyond the headline and, you know, call it quits. Other coaches don't. Um, so it's, uh, you know, Mark, you know, Mark with, that situation like that, uh, you know, just just the constant fouling and, and stuff yeah. like that that goes on to end it extends it and everything. You're right. They, they, they ought to put, uh, you know, uh, uh, if you're a 20 point deficit with 30 seconds left or a minute left, uh, fall back. The game is over. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know why the, the coaches just like the, the pressure. They keep putting the pressure. They keep fouling. Yet they're 15 down. Uh it's not the miracle on ice like hockey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, let me ask you guys both this question. These two teams could very well meet up in the Big Ten tournament in a couple in a week or so, right? They could face each other again. What would you do as a precautionary measure to mitigate anything bad that could happen in Indianapolis between these teams? Carl, you go first. You know, you might just uh, from a from a conference standpoint, right. you. Uh, Say right off the bat, you know, teams. As soon as the game's over, teams can go to the locker rooms. There, yeah. You know, there won't be there won't be any handshake. Um, that doesn't preclude and, something bad from happening during the game either, right? No, and it isn't, and 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 nobody can. I mean, right. the officials the officials know that that there's a you know that there's a, a history there, yep. and you know they're they're going to try to within the their role and 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 Steve, you guys just from a football standpoint, you know when a game is getting out of hand and. And when you've got to, you know, pull pull things back, and you know, when one coach is, you know, is is ticked off at, you know, at a at another coach, and um, you know, I remember a time, and and I don't know if your brother was on this game, he, he may have been, Steve, but Fresno State was playing at Hawaii, and and Pat Hill and June Jones had a history of of not getting along very well. Uh, the day before, Fresno State goes to the UH Stadium to do their walkthrough. The the stadium is locked up. And and Pat Hill Pat Hill is is mad as hell that you know that they drove an hour out there and couldn't get in the stadium, and uh, the officials get to the get to the stadium on game day or game night, and they they already know that that there is yep. an issue here between these guys, and I remember I walked into the the officials' room to you know to talk to them about it, and uh, one of the uh, one of the other things that that June Jones did is that late in the day. Before the game, he flipped his sidelines. He put the Hawaii team on the other side, and it's a late afternoon Hawaii game, and it's 85 degrees. He was trying to get his team out of the sun and put Fresno State in the sun, and now Pat Hill is even is even redder. And uh, I go in to see the officials, and there's a young, uh, you know, young, you know, first time guy who had been assigned to the sidelines that that Pat Hill would have been on. And he finds out that now he's going to have June Jones in his ear for the whole for the rest of the game, and and this guy this guy got uh, got uh, some experience under fire right there. And there you know there you're separated by you know by sixty yards, yeah. and and you know that there is tension in the air. 
Yeah, Steve, from an official standpoint, um, going into this Michigan-Wisconsin situation, um, what would you do? And do you call the game tighter at the beginning of the game to try well, to I, exert I, your authority? I, I, I definitely think you have to. Uh, you you got to, you know, stop everything, you know, quick. Uh, uh, you don't let anything go. Uh, uh, any personal contact uh, before and after the, the, this game, if it does happen, I think should be eliminated. Uh, you know, just just cool it down. Uh, while the game is going on, or whether it's football or basketball, it's the responsibility of the officials uh, to uh, – Make sure that nothing serious, and this is where your concentration level for officials, and I preach this now with officials, your concentration level has to be 190% and watch everything that's going on. Don't let anything escalate whatsoever. And I, pre- I preach this to my crew over the years and everything. If we, and we had games like this uh, that, that, that you, you know, we got to buckle up and don't let anything, uh, don't miss anything. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's quite a bit different right now though, you know, with, with replay and everything with, they can pick up and stuff like that. So in my day, uh, you know, we didn't, we we just started replay and, uh, we, uh, uh, but the, the video replay now, you know, can find a lot of this stuff. Uh, and, 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 you know, the the communication is so much better. You're, you're connected to each other on the field. Uh, so much better than it was in, in my time. Steve, did you uh, ever uh, did you ever take the two head coaches uh, to midfield, you know, before the start of the second half and say, okay, listen, guys, you know, we're, we're going to put a stop to whatever crap went on during the first half? Oh, I definitely did. I did it in both sports. Yeah. If we had something going on or, uh, you know, uh, if there's something happened, to, you know, in, in a pregame or something like that, you know, Definitely had the coaches or, you know, uh, uh, many times, you know, even the captains on the field, even the meet them out there in the middle of the field after each play or something like that. But yeah. I definitely had uh, both basketball and football met with coaches and everything uh, at halftime and said, hey, guys, uh, we're going to tighten it up. I'm going to tell you right now, we're not going to put up with anything. Well, sometimes we're gonna call it. whether you like it or not, we're going to call it. We don't want anything to escalate. Sometimes I think you guys, uh, even the best intentions, though, can backfire because in basketball, for instance, if, if they gave Juwan Howard a couple of technicals and threw him out of the game, that's just going to inflame things, right? That's just going to make the Michigan sideline that much hotter. Um, and it's going to you know, cause others, others to think they need to take retribution in some form. So you got to walk a delicate line there, don't you, between sure. trying it, to inflame it, things and making sure things are calming down? It, exactly. Uh, you know, you, you, you can't be, you know, uh, uh, throw somebody out right away. Uh, you know, you, you got to work on it. And you said that it's a damn fine line, yeah. what you're going to do. But uh, uh, the, during the game, the responsibility is on that, uh, that crew or that uh, uh, the officials and everything to, to, to make sure nothing gets out of hand. Steve, there's a, and we saw it and we, we saw the aftermath and we heard the, the commentators and we heard the fans chime in, you know, did, did Jawan Howard uh, take a? Did he take a swing? Did he throw a punch? Is an open hand a constitute a you know a, a punch? And I know that both football rules and basketball rules have language that talks about striking an opponent. And 
you know, and in both, you know, instances, you know, it can result in in a uh, an, an ejection. Uh, in in some sports, you know, you get you get ejected for quote fighting, and it's going to roll over to the you know to the next game on on possibility. Uh, and and this issue of did did he or did he not, you know, take a swing, I think you know is even sometimes questionable. If you take a swing, and you don't and you don't land it. Does that constitute, you know, a fight? And those are the those are some of the things that that I remember going back and watching video to try to determine. Okay, should the fighting rule have been imposed? Was there really, yeah. you know, a, a blow? And and again, this notion of of whether it's a strike or not. You know, and in football, you've got two guys with helmets on, and and somebody, you know, punches them in the face mask uh, with the palm yeah. of his hand. You know, is that is that a fight? And um, and yet the officials now that is the officials' responsibility whether to you know to impose you know impose that rule. Well, you know, I I don't think with with the the the, the electronic stuff that we have now in in football and basketball, I don't think uh, that stuff should ever be missed. Uh, with a, the, the video replay and, and all this stuff like that. Uh, it's so much better to pick up stuff like that than it was in the past. Uh, I think right now, just my, my feeling, my, my feeling, the toughest job that anybody have right now is your replay people. Hmm. Uh, not so much the, the, the field people, the court people, but the video people, their job is to get everything right. Don't miss yeah. anything. Uh, yeah, they they got the toughest job of anybody now. Yeah. It's yeah, almost good, like they, good, good, they're yeah, the safety point, net, um, right? They're the safety net. You can make a mistake above you, but the safety net can't make any mistakes, right? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve, on the basketball side, you know, there's flagrant ones and, flag- and flagrant twos, and and generally, those fouls are always going to the replay, and they're going to go in and look and, and make that determination whether it's a flagrant one foul or a flagrant two foul. There's been conversation in football as to whether there should be a flagrant one targeting, a flagrant two targeting. And to some extent, you know, it, it's been it's been uh, in you know kind of evolved, and it's and it's been it's happening. Uh, you know, without the designation that, you know, that the replay booth can, one, can overturn, uh, you know, the targeting call uh, or the, the replay can, can see it, stop play, and, and actually call the, the targeting call. Uh, how, you know, how much does the, <laughs> do the officials, should the officials be, you know, taking time to, to stop the game, to stop the flow of the game, to determine some of these that are so, you know, so fine line between whether it's a flagrant one or a flagrant two. And, you know, I hear coaches say, come on, let's just play on. You know, if, if it's, if it's flagrant, call it and we play on. Yeah. But if you're going to toss a kid out of a game, you better be damn sure you get it right. Right. Well, you know, but, but you know the, the bottom line, you know, uh, and uh, like I said, I'm, I'm still involved in this stuff with replay uh, and the, uh, uh, grading of uh, officials and everything uh 
The bottom line, guys, is what feed are you getting from the truck? The instant feed, feed from the truck, which ones are you getting? Are you getting the best shots or not? Are they giving that to the TV people? Well, I know Those in baseball, people, their hands baseball. are tight. Their hands are tight on the feed from the truck. Yeah, I know in baseball and college football has got to be way different. I know in baseball, the the instant replay people have a lot more feeds than TV does. They have lots of different angles back in New York than they have anywhere else. But the college football and college basketball too, I'm sure, is the same. Different arenas have different camera stuff, right? You know, so exactly. some, some the smaller exactly. schools might not have have much, you know, as much option for that as as the bigger places do, the bigger stadiums. So yeah, they are kind of are left up to the TV feed at some point. So that would make that job a lot more difficult. And what are, what what are they giving you? And you know, the time frame and everything. Uh, so yep. that makes that makes sense. Um, let me ask you guys this. What role, I mean, I mean, for instance, in baseball, and I, I don't want to keep going back to baseball, but I, I have to. Um, if a pitcher is tossed out of the game for throwing at somebody, the manager is also tossed out of the game. So in a flagrant situation like Carl's talking about, are we to the point where if something is a flagrant to Carl, as you described, it is purposeful targeting. He, there was intent to injure. Do you throw the coach out too? If you throw the player out, I mean, is that the way to, to, to discipline some of this stuff? Yeah, I no. think it's, I think it's a different, different game. The, yeah. The, pitcher and and you know the the, his, the history behind you know moving somebody off the plate versus head yeah. hunting versus yeah. you know yeah. deliberately you know hitting him in the back after you know the previous hitter you know threw his bat on the way to first yeah. base or something yeah. so uh you know and, and those those I don't have a problem with with that I I think that you know that, that to hold a coach accountable um at some point in time, if there's a history of a team that, you know, and this even goes back, Steve, the pre, um, pre-targeting call, the, the, the play on the defensive backs, the headhunters, that, uh, you know, the history that, that some players had. And that's, that, came from, that came from coaches. And the conversations that I would have if, if we saw that a player was establishing this history as a, as a headhunter, um, you know, I had the conversation with the coach, and and made it pretty clear that 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 it has become known throughout the league that your number thirty-two, you know, is going after guys, and and I've instructed our officials to you know to be on high alert, and so you better you better stop it before it gets to the game because that guy's not gonna that that player's not gonna last you know in a in a game. And uh, so, I mean, the coaches have a responsibility in terms of, of holding their players accountable. And, you know, probably one of the hardest things that, that coaches had to, you know, to, to become accustomed to was, was reteaching their players, you know, how not to lead with their head. Yeah. And, and, and it's still, you know, we still don't, you know, it's still not out of the game and it's still an instinct and, and there's still, um, you know, a, a very, very difficult, um, you know, time on the field to determine the, you know, the, the, whether it's intentional or whether it's just instinct. Hey, Steve. Um, yeah, I, I, oh, go ahead. I go agree ahead, with you, Carl, 100%. Uh, what you're saying uh, with that, it's a different situation with baseball and football. And for a, a guy like you that was a commissioner and everything to step in, if it's a consistent thing, 
with a team or player or something like that to step in and let that coach know. If you guys were to um, have your say-so on this, and Steve, I think you've kind of already made your point here on this, but should the official's job extend to after the game to prevent something like this happening? If you're going to continue the handshake, and that's debatable, do the refs need to stay on the floor and make sure, again, things stay calm at that point? Or is there when the whistle, wild gun goes off, they're done? Carl, what do you think? Well, there are times when there's that last uh, play of the game that, that goes to review, whether it's basketball or football, where, you know, the officials, you know, are held onto the field uh, or onto the court. And after the ruling, they determine whether a foul occurred or if the game's over. But, you know, if, if the game is over, you know, those guys are gone. I right. mean, they, and, and you're uh, good with that. Yeah, I think I think that uh, you know you've got game management, you've got security. Uh, what I was surprised about the other night, after watching the the Wisconsin Michigan game, is there was security, uh, a uniformed security officer, right within that you know the the uh, the beginning of the confrontation between between the two coaches, and. And something else that, that I thought was interesting that we saw on video is that the players, to begin with, tried to get their coaches away yep. from each other. I thought that the, that the players in the initial confrontation, you know, acted very responsibly yeah. and, and tried to entertain. Um, you know, the, the security, you know, football coaches have their, you know, have their security guards, you know, taking them off and ushering them on and off the field. Here's one that I, you know, the the post game handshake between two football coaches. Yeah, that I mean, that's not required. It's kind of protocol, right? Um, you know, and there have been some awkward, you know, some awkward, awkward moments. Yes, there no question. That uh, that surprisingly, uh, you know, haven't erupted into 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 brawls. Yeah, and, um, right. you know, it's just but, a matter of time. Again, if, if a coach it- if a coach stiffs the guy. You know, then he's you know he's lit up on social media about being a jerk. So, but it's just a matter of time until one of those erupts, isn't it, Steve? Where where uh, somebody ran up the score and somebody took upset, exception to a long pass late in the game, and something gets physical. Just a matter of time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, a matter of time that uh, uh, with the coaches meeting in the middle of the field, whether yeah. it's for pros or or, yeah. or college and everything, <laughs> I can see it happening there. I can see somebody throwing a punch there, but as far as the officials are concerned, they got enough responsible before okay. the game, during the game right now. I totally feel that when the game is over, it's over. Get your ass out of the field. Yeah. Get out of there. Well, you know, the security, then you got to count on the security people to do their job better than they did the other day. Exactly. Exactly. Carl, um, you mentioned the beginning, the beginning about sportsmanship, about the need to show, to display sportsmanship for TV audience, for the people in the crowd, everything else. How could that be done? I'd like both of you to answer this question. How, how could that be done without the post-game handshakes, without, without the show like this? Is there another way to show, the, show sportsmanship or good sportsmanship and, and have everything reflect well, even in, even in a situation that ended like that where there's some bad feelings between the coaches? You know, the only you – know, the, the, most conferences have – the PA announcer at the beginning of, of yeah. both football and basketball oh, games, yeah. you know, read a, a sportsmanship's you know statement yeah. that, that is 
you know, I'm sure yep. no one in the stands, you know, is listening to it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think that it's, uh, you know, the, the officials have to maintain control of the game once the game starts. And, and then it's the coach's responsibility. And we've seen coaches go to the, you know, the basketball. We've seen coaches go to the, the PA announcer and take his yep. mic yep. And, and, and inform the crowd to, you know, to knock it off. Right. Um, you know, we've seen coaches get a team in a timeout and you can tell exactly what he's saying about knock this crap off. Yep. Um, and and yet, you know, I don't think that we're ever going to, you know, take emotion out of you know out of the game and and you know something just flashed in front of me saying you know when it talks about sportsmanship, you know, we two weeks ago at the Phoenix Open and in the 16th hole and and the crowd is is well, encouraged yeah. is encouraged. To exhibit yeah. poor sportsmanship and yeah. to throw and to throw cans yeah. and everything onto the onto the green, uh, we've got we had the Tennessee you know Ole Miss game you know in Knoxville where the the officials were you know, were heavily involved and and that game that game was close to being called right and this is a this is a question the officials have the authority yeah. when safety you know, is, is in jeopardy to, you know, to declare the game over. Yep. Yep. And, and that's, that's a pretty severe and pretty heavy responsibility, you know, on, uh, on those officials. Steve, um, any ideas on how we can, well, you know, I don't know where I saw it guys. I don't know where I saw it, what sport or whatever, or, you know, I, I got grandkids who had gone to little league games and stuff like that, but I, I saw where, they didn't meet. Uh, they got at the free throw line or the uh, the twenty yard line and everything, and just saluted each other. Yeah, tipped your hat. Uh, and, That's what we're doing in high school baseball. Yeah, that. Yeah, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, something like that would be good. Yeah. But uh, guys, this as far as uh, sportsmanship and everything, uh, we we got a tough society going on right now. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> we got to. We got yeah. a tough society going on right point. now. Our uh, our judicial system and everything, uh, yeah. uh, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, way below average. Yeah. Hey, in, see, we, in, in ruling on stuff like that, uh, we're gonna let you go. We really appreciate okay. your time and expertise on this. Don't be a stranger. I'll see you in Fort Collins, and uh, we'll okay, stay in touch. Hopefully, yeah. There he goes. Steve Thanks, check. Thanks, Steve. Steve's checked. Good, um, good yeah. talking. Yep. Long time fan favorite for all, all the teams. That he, yeah. uh, you can't be a fan favorite of a referee. Not possible. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Hey, Carl, you got a thumbs up, thumbs down for us? You know, I think I'm going to pass. You no? know, I, I hate, I hate to give a thumbs down to, you know, to Juwan Howard right now, but, uh, and I hate to give a thumbs up to, you know, to, to uh, somebody who, I mean, it's, yeah. After, after this conversation, probably not. It's frustrating. All right. yeah. Hey, well, we appreciate it. We appreciate both you guys. We will be back next week with a new edition of Knutson and the Commission. We look forward to you joining us, and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.